to episode two of the Project Football Podcast. On this episode, I'll be chatting to one of the heroes of Marines running the FA Cup this season, Anthony Miley. Uh, I'll also be going through five of Anthony's favourite matches in the debut of 4 4 U. There's also a little something courtesy of footballpoets.org just to round things off. So, first of all, welcome to the Project Football Podcast. Thank you very much, Paul. Thank uh, you. Uh, I don't know if you want to introduce yourself to anyone who's going to be listening to this, uh, um, who you are, who you play for. Yeah, so my name's Anthony Miley. Um currently at Marine Football Club, which has been in the press quite a bit um, the past couple of weeks due to playing Spurs on Sunday. Um, I play it's centre-half um, and I'm from Liverpool. I was going to say, the accent's a bit of a giveaway, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> so, it is indeed. Um, being as you're from Liverpool, are you a red or a blue? I'm a red. Okay, that's fair enough. You know, we don't want to get that mixed up because you know, if I make any Everton references, then it's going to be a short <laughs> run exactly. together. Um, so yeah, so um, you say you play for Marine. Um, when did you join Marine? So this is my second year now. So I joined in the summer of 2019. Okay, so yeah, the 1920 season. Um, and obviously, you mentioned playing Spurs uh, on Sunday just gone. Um, but see, that's the, one of the things with the FA Cup, isn't it? You've, you know, that was your eighth fixture in the competition, whereas Spurs, being where they are, come straight into it in the third round. So, um, if you if you don't mind, yeah, we'll just go through your sort of running to to get to Spurs. Um, yeah. So, um, three minutes out from the first first ever game we played in this year's this year's cup we was 1-0 down going into the I think it was the 89th minute and um, scored in the 90th and scored in the 93rd uh, to actually to win that 2-1 so it's a bit crazy to, to being that close to being out to playing eight spares in the third round. I was going to say, you've gone from almost falling at the first hurdle to, you know, rubbing shoulders with, well, not not just one of England's elite, but potentially one of Europe's elite as well. Um, exactly. So now so that's how close we was to um, go out. Uh, first game at home to was on Holtwick Town um, at home, middle of August, as I say. Um, our keeper got sent off in the first half gave away a penalty they oh, scored no. and we was 1-0 down with about three minutes left I was going to say to, to fight back with you know in general with that long you know on the clock but to do it with 10 men as well that sort of shows you know the, the character and the, the team spirit that you lads have got by the looks of it yeah exactly mate it definitely does mate I think, um, I mean, I've watched a bit of non-league myself because I only live down the road from the Starbridge ground who are only a couple of divisions above you. Um, but you notice that, especially when it's, you know, it's blokes that have got normal jobs as well, as well as being footballers. There seems to be that more sort of camaraderie and, and, and team spirit. I mean, it, it, I'm guessing that's the case with Marine as well, yeah? 
Um, yes, mate, exactly. I think this year especially, um, probably due to the cup run, how together we have become, how close we are as uh, a team, probably stems from the two cup runs we've had because we've because we actually had quite a good run in the FA Vars as well. Oh, okay. um, so, yeah, no, it definitely has improved me 100%. Yeah, so, so moving on from that preliminary round um, yeah, and, and potential exit that you faced, you went on to face, is it Frickley Athletic in the second qualifying round? No, first qualifying think, round, sorry. No, I think we actually played. See, right. I, might get, I might be getting these mixed up we actually played Runcorn Linux next I think we did it, I think it went Barnolder Runcorn Frickley That's I'm, I'm sure I've got it written down the other way around <laughs> one of us is right Frickley before Runcorn but I'm, I'm leaning towards Runcorn so let's uh, speak about the Runcorn game uh, again Runcorn game uh, we win them 1-0 until the 90th, 90th minute, conceded the penalty, then he scored. We actually won um, that game on penalties. Um, again, that's how close we could have been. I was going to say. Going out. Um, yeah, so that was, a, that was a tough game, sort of, sort of local derby-ish. They're not that far from us. Um, the weather was absolutely horrendous. Um, I suppose yeah, that just it, adds to it, it doesn't it? Tough game. Yeah, because I mean, you know, if you, you know, it's one thing conceding that late, but you know, with it being a penalty and then to go on to penalties as well, that's got to be a, a sort of thing where you you just got to sort of pick yourself up and dust yourself down and just you just got to go again, haven't you? Uh, exactly. So, so because it went straight to pens for after ninety minutes, it was it was literally they scored the pen. Probably had about two minutes of playing time. Then um, it was straight into penalties. So, in, in in theory, they had a bit of a, a practice effort first in that case. Yeah, exactly. Mate. Yeah, they uh, definitely did. Mate. Yeah. We say um, with the the Frickley game, and that was. Uh, was that you won one nil? Is that yeah, right? Yeah, it's a tough, tough Tuesday uh, night game. So we was away there on the Tuesday and um, beat them one nil. Um, they were strong. They were competitive. Um, so no, I, I thought that was a very good win. Um, again, it was another clean sheet, which we've had quite a few um, this season which we've been managed to build from. But no, that was a tough game. Nil-nil, um, half-time. I think we snatched it about 15, 20 to go. Uh, Dave Raven from a set-piece header. So from the sounds of it, you don't like doing things you know, early doors, do you? You like leaving it till the, sort of no, the last bit of the game? Pretty much, um Sitting probably from half from a couple we scored first half. Um, a lot of them have scored second half, scored in the first game, Barnold's scored two in the second half. 
I've got written down you scored twice so. yeah I did score scored twice there um, they was a collector's item to be fair um, but yeah no, that night again we played brilliantly um, we played them in pre-season friendly at their place and drew one all um, but then we, we did play very well um, that night and ended up um, comfortable winners uh, 4-1 yeah, because I mean, up until then, you hadn't played anyone higher than your level, had you? You hadn't played anyone higher than tier 8? No, or... so um, Frickley and Runcorn were both the same level. Yeah. As us, um, Barnaldic Town, the level below. So, Nantwich, Northwich, um, they were the first team we'd played um, that were the level above us. I think they they're either one or two above us. Um, I've got them down as level no. seven, so that'd be only like the, the yeah, next that's one. one above us, yeah. yeah. But um, no, we, we was comfortable. Um, we, we did play very well. And so it's ironic, and you know, you play a team a division above, and it's the most comfortable result you've had in that competition so far. Exactly, me. No, um, no, it definitely was. So then, moving on we, to the. Very, yeah, you got the fourth qualifying round away at Chester, so that's probably an, another sort of local-ish derby. Um, sort of, yeah. I, I know it's not like, yeah. You know, probably about 45 minutes away. It's probably not classed as a derby, but there was, there was a couple of couple of ties there in terms of our manager at the time, or, or our manager now was the Chester manager. Um, oh, okay. about 10 years ago maybe something like that so um, there is close there is close ties to we always played them in pre-season also um, they played at our place in the summer um, so no, it's a team that we tend to play them pre-season because of they are fairly um, they are fairly close to our ground Okay, so I've got that you won that one one nil. So you know to go against a team what two, two divisions above, yeah, know, at their so, place. That, that's not a bad result, is it really? No, no. So I think they're second in the league at present. Um, so it shows that they are a good side, um, and I thought we were very good on the day. Um, very good tactically. Um, uh, and again, I think we scored about with ten to go. That was a penalty for Baz. Okay. Um, and again, we rolled our luck a bit there. They scored with about five to go. That was offside. So, um, so again, we did rolled our luck a little bit, but I thought we were very, very good. That sort of thing when you, when you look in, you know, you just got to make the most of it, haven't you? Exactly, mate. 100%. So, you know, you've, you've played, you know, five games, including that one, but, you know, just to get to the, the first round proper, um, which I've got that you played Colchester away. Yeah, played Colchester away. Um, 
don't think anyone gave us any hope um, of beating them. Uh, to be told, they are, sure at they the time, I think they were sixth in League Two. Um, I think they've lost once at home all season. Um, and again, I thought we were very, very good. Um, yeah, with the, with the difference in places in terms of League Two to where we are, I think we were massive underdogs. Uh, but again, similar to Chester, we had a game plan and every player on the pitch, the, the subs, the whole squad, um, were, were brilliant. Um, and again, we won that one on. And the, the one for Marine, I believe, was thanks to yourself. Yeah, it was. Um, again, another collector's item. Um, yeah, just a free kick come, come back off the post. Uh, fell to me about four yards off. Exactly. Um, so that put us 1-0 up after about... 25 minutes, 20 minutes maybe. Um. It's going to be a shot direct on goal. They've got men to the right of it as well, should they choose to. It is going to be a direct clip towards goal and a great save by Gherkin and then turned in. And the non-league side have the lead. And do we have a shock on the cards here? The free kick was saved by Dean Gherkin. And when the rebound came out, it was Miley who's put the ball into the back of the net. Colchester United nil, Marine one. Half-time winning at 1-0. And they scored with about 20 minutes left. Um, then because it was the first round proper that was it didn't go straight to pens that went to extra time um, so played 120 minutes against the team that were I think five leagues above us four leagues above us maybe something uh, like that I think yeah well league two is tier four isn't it so yeah four four leagues different so so um, so again that just speaks speaks volumes for the team the players and uh, Michael Howard to create a bit of history for Marine Football Club up against Dean Gherkin. Is it going to be glory? It is! And Marine caused the biggest FA Cup upset of this year's competition. They took the lead here against Colchester United of League Two. The U's levelled up, but Marine fought so hard and just kept Colchester limited to barely any opportunities. And they've kept their nerve from the spot they've scored all five and who can deny them this wonderful afternoon in North Essex so moving on from that one uh, into the second round you go and play haven't Waterlooville at home yeah so that was our yeah so that was our last game um, before the Spurs game so that was haven't again uh, two leagues above us but they're based down in London so obviously they're in the same League is they're the same equivalent as Chester, but in the southern yeah, they're they're National League South, whereas Chester are North. Yeah. yeah. So uh, again, uh, a massive task. Um, I think think the budget's quite big there. I haven't. Um, but they're always there or thereabouts. I think they were they were on for promotion last season before Everton got cut short. 
with COVID yeah. and, and, I, and I imagine they'll be up there again um, this season that that was a tough game we knew it would be tough but we knew it would be mostly long balls free kicks corners throw-ins but um, as a whole I think I think we were comfortable I'd say at times uh, we, we were definitely the better team um, throughout the 120 minutes and then finally scored on I think in the 119th minute I was going to say that's another way you've left it light but you know light enough to just avoid penalties isn't it so, and again another clean sheet which as a centre exactly. off that's yeah, got to be so, so yeah too bad uh, that clean sheet uh, uh, holds haven't and the clean sheet away to Chester there were two leagues above us so now um, so now we've been definitely um, organised and the game plan's been been very good so then yeah we scored under 19 Barrigan with the free kick oh and Raven was there and then beyond him a chance and it's turned it in it is would you believe it right at the death Marine The dream of the third round might yet come true for the mighty Mariners. We're all just waiting on the the FA Cup draw. I was going to say third round tie. It, 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 the draw, sorry. It, it's. I mean, for me, you know, whether I care to admit being a West Brom fan, um, you know, it, it's the one I sort of look out for, and and more so for you know when you get the the teams that are sort of lower down the pyramid coming in that have had. A run, you know, sort of such as yourselves, um, you know, just to see if they get that glamour tie. And lo and behold, you came out, and then Spurs followed. So, fifty-eight, fifty-eight is Marine, oh. just the second eighth-tier side ever to reach the third round. What a story they are! You've drawn them at home as well. My friend Paddy McKeown is is a massive um, Marine fan. Come on. 39. 39. Tottenham Whoa! Hotspur. The Premier League leaders out the hat to play Marine. What a tie that is. Where where were you when the when the draw was made? So I watched it in my front room. Uh, due to due to all of the COVID protocols and yeah. etc. Um, I think we pretty much had to all watch it just by ourselves I think if we were in a slightly different year or a couple of years ago I think we all would have been at training grounds or watching it but um, I was watching it in my house um, and then as soon as the cup draw made I think my phone exploded I um, imagine. as I imagine everyone did in the team um, text phone calls Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, it just boomed and it, it did boom right the way up to to um, the game on Sunday. I was going to say, you must have been you know, absolutely buzzing when that came out and I'm guessing the rest of the lads were as well. Um, and the town as well, you know, to have a, a team of Tottenham's calibre you know, roll into 
the uh, the Marine Travel Arena. You know, you got like well, just the chap who's in charge has won a lot. It's fair to say. Um, but you know, and they've got sort of like internationals, you know, from start to finish. And then you've got you guys that are you know working as well as being footballers. It is like the epitome of of David and Goliath, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So I think when the draw was made, Spurs top of the prem. So uh, at that moment in time, Spurs are the best team in the country, um, and to get them, um, I think we come out fairly early. I think I think we've been fourth or fifth tie, and I remember watching the full draw, but didn't know who anyone else got. Uh, didn't know who who. The other like big teams have got, um, or who surely ended up getting. Um, I had to then have a look at the fixtures the following yeah. day just to find out. Just because um, uh, as soon as assuming our type was confirmed, I think I just sort of switched off early and was just a bit like, wow. I think so. I just let it sort of settle in. But then again, once yours gets drawn out, and again, you know, with it being Tottenham, you're like, right. Not bothered about the rest of it. Exactly. No, and that's what it. That's what it. That's what it almost was. And so, being a Liverpool fan, would you have liked to have had Liverpool at home? Would that have been sort of your, your dream yeah, tie? That, that would have been me. That would have been me, my favourite tie. Um, but I, I just think probably what we all wanted was a top team at home. Yeah, uh, and that's what we certainly got. I mean, like I say, you can't get any higher than top of the Premier League at the time, can you? But I mean, would no. you have been happy with a, a Championship team, say, like maybe Norwich or Bournemouth, someone like that? Who would? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we, we were we were obviously looking for the top Premier League sides. However, you you probably in the third round, you'd probably take anyone. Premier League and Championship because mm. again they, they, they are still there like a massive football club and, um, just, to, just to play against them a bit similar to Charlie Derby yeah. I know Derby they end up playing the under 23s or under 18s but like if Rooney was there etc so again that would have been a bit of a also well, That's the thing, you can only play what's in front of you, can't you? Oh no, exactly. So, leading up to the, the game then, what was your sort of preparation? Was it just the same as any other league game or the cup games prior to that? You know, you just go in with your game plan? Um, probably say yes and no, really. Um, yes, we had a, a game plan, but we also understood... Who were, who were playing the task that it was to play against um, there was definitely a buzz from, from when the draw was made an extra buzz in the changing rooms in Spain and uh, etc which is going to be slightly uh, natural yeah but when you've got a uh, carry in Spurs being there um, so yeah yeah preparation was fairly the same as to what it was for Chester for Colchester 
or Hammond, but there was just an extra, there was just a slight edge to it in terms of we understood who we were, who we were playing, etc. Um, but we, our last game, we thought it ended up being boxing day, so we yes. had um, a staying session maybe five training sessions prior to playing Spurs, so um, we were all well prepared. Um, we did have a game plan, um, but I just think there was an extra leg buzz uh, around the place. Um, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you know, in spite of the results, you know, you, you've got to that stage, you know, you've put yourself in a position where you, you've got the opportunity to play that level of team, you know, and whatever team they put out, you know, there's going to be players who are worth you know, X amount of million or, you know, got so many international caps. I mean, you know, just having their reserve keeper as someone who's represented England at tournaments. Um, and you almost beat him early on, didn't you? Is it um, Ken- Kenney? Is that right? Have I said that right? Yeah, uh, Kenji. Kenji, sorry. Yeah. So, so, so please start very well in uh, the first 20, 25 minutes and then it was just a bit of a I think they scored four goals in 14 minutes or something um, which took took uh, well they scored four and 14 to make a four nil at half time and all that's going through your head is just you just don't let it be uh, if it's score. that's yeah. all that was going I mean, I just don't let it go to 10, 11, 12, but um, the lads credited them half time. We were 4 0 down, but we knew we hadn't been what we, what we, at half time, we all, we all knew in there we could perform a hell of a lot better. Uh, I didn't think we equipped uh, ourselves. Very well in the past, in the last probably twenty twenty five minutes of the first half, which, um, which, which was obviously when. Machine. However, we do need to take into context who we, who we was actually, actually playing. Exactly. Um, I mean, so it was definitely an experience that um, probably me and probably probably all of our team will probably never experience. Uh, Again, um, I think the likelihood for anyone in that team to play someone like Spurs again yeah. is slim. Um, a few of the lads in our team are, are quite young. Um, however, again, to to get that tie, all of the facts have got to be spot on. So I don't know whether probably all of us maybe one maybe one might have a chance to play against a Spurs a Liverpool etc um, in the professional but um, speaking from myself personally that'll probably be my last last chance but to be fair it'll be something that will will stay with me Forever. I think you can at least you can say you've tested yourself against you know oh, exactly. the, the best lights. So 100%. whether it's their first, second, or third team, you know that they're still going to have 
an, an amount of quality out there. I mean, any team that can bring Gareth Bale off the bench, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and when they were winning, I think it was 4 0 at the time. I'm bringing on Gareth Bale with half an hour left. I said, you had them worried, didn't you? That's why they brought on the big guns. Exactly, mate, yeah. But, yeah, if you yeah, look at it, like you only lost the second half 1 0, which, no, you know, no, you no. can hold your heads up high with that, really, can't you? No, no, mate, it was, it was definitely an experience, mate. Definitely. I mean, you know, granted, you know, they, they put five past you, but they put six past Man United in the league. I know. So exactly. you, you can say you did better than Harry Maguire in defence. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that's. Uh, I was going to say it's been quite the story for uh, for Marine for for that, isn't it? And obviously, you know, with the TV money and um, didn't you sell like virtual tickets as well for this? Yeah, so and so um, that was the only probably probably like downside of the whole like cup run um, majority of it. Certainly, the last four games have all been behind. Um, so the Spurs game was meant to be, was meant to have five hundred fans there, um, five hundred odd fans there. Um, yeah. To at the time, the pool was in tier two. Then the national lockdown was uh, announced. So um, friends and family members who had tickets who had bought them, excuse me, in between Christmas and New Year, um, effectively they couldn't go. So what Marine tried to do was just to, um, so effectively they lost out on that ticket money, plus they also lost out on sponsorship money in terms of sponsors that were sponsoring part of the game coming to the ground. Um, and being there because they couldn't be there etc and it would cancel the um, sponsorship so it was looking like they were going to lose out on about 100 grand because um, I think that's, that's the figure that was um, that figure that was published um, however so their plan was try and sell virtual tickets to try and sort of bridge that gap I don't think he was expecting to to make that £100,000 up yeah. I think he was just trying to bridge that gap so maybe £5,000 £10,000 etc but um, I think it just snowballed in terms of um, the football community and, um, from Marine and also Spurs, and also the wider footballing uh, people. Um, and I think they managed to sell, I think the last figure was 31,000, something like wow. that. Um, so, so, yeah, so it's been, so it has been brilliant for the club. Um, that's probably going to sustain the club for the next 10 to 15 years. Probably. Yeah, I was going to say at, at that level, you know, just un- I know hundred grand might not seem a lot to people who support teams higher up because well, that that's someone's wages for a week, isn't it? In, even in the championship, in some cases, but you know, at, at tier eight, like you say, hundred grand can go a hell of a distance. Uh, uh, exactly. So the, this whole whole uh, cup running and the 
prize winning divide for the pop run will will put the club in a in a financial probably state for the next 10 to 15 years and then also if they've got any plans off the field that just helps helps speed speed process up it in terms of they might have had a, a 10 year plan like a couple of years ago that, that 10 year plan could be done then in a couple of years so, so it's definitely been it's definitely been brilliant for the club as a whole the whole the whole uh, cup run from the first game to the to the East Bears game which was our last game in it um, so now it, it's sort of it's sort of showing you that there is still a bit of life in the FA Cup um, there's been there's been a couple of couple of comments previous years um has the FA Cup that has it lost a bit of it of it it's magic. Um, I think I can go through you know that it hasn't um, and again you've got the likes of Chorley etc who is still in the the fourth round now. Yeah I, so think... I definitely think the FA Cup is still alive and well. Yeah, because I mean, Chorley have got drawn away to Wolves, I believe, didn't they? Home to Wolves. Home to Wolves. Is it home to Wolves? So, sorry. Ah, yeah. Yeah, because they're away to Derby, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, so I've got it the wrong the other way around. Um, so I, I think I've seen someone on Twitter. They're going to sort of try and do something similar and sell yeah. some virtual tickets again. Um, hopefully, the whole football community will will back it and. Um, they can get a bit similar to what we've got as a football club a bit of a bit of um, out of what has been an unbelievable uh, cup run definitely I mean um, I was going to say I was looking at a couple of things earlier and it's only the second time that Marine have made it to the third round um, the previous time was in the 92-93 season um, yeah. Against Crew, um, you know, it's only the second time an eighth-tier team has made it into the third round. And I think it was Chase Town in two thousand eight. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you went up against a team who's won the competition eight times in their history, and you know, one hundred and sixty-one places different. So all bar, you know, another set of Premier League teams. That's almost like two football leagues worth between you. So. You know, to to get as far as he did and to you know, to put on the the display that he did, you know, I think, you know, everyone at the whole club from, you know, top to bottom can hold their heads up high. Like I said before, you've done yourselves proud, you've done non league proud and, and the town proud as well. Yeah, no, mate, um that's what everyone has been saying and we really do uh, appreciate it. From the players, from the staff, from the the board members mate so now um, that's all we wanted to do on Sunday was just to put a good account uh, uh, of ourselves on and uh, I think we definitely did that oh, without question um, now am I right in saying that um, your level has been 
stopped for the time being because of the the current pandemic. Yeah, so um, that was that was our last game on Sunday for the foreseeable. Yeah, um, I think the game is on. Sorry, I think the league has now been stopped until I think it's March. Um, I think it's March, either start of March or, or the end of March. However, um, there's been there was an there was something on the Sky Sports news last week. There's been a statement out um, from the leagues at our level say they're in vote they're in favour of null and void it again for this year. Yeah. Um, which probably I think will happen. Um I think we've played seven league games. I mean, you know, to only played that many up to you know, mid January, that's that's not a lot really, is it? No, no. So and then so if if this lockdown well, if this um, football suspension is on till March, we would have played seven league games till March. Okay. So to play, I think to play um, thirty-six games, maybe. So to play another nineteen games and still finish before the Euros, or to still finish when we were we are meant to finish. I think it's a bit of a. I think it's a bit of a non-starter. So I I think and that's this is what the league are saying that they're in favour to null and void it again which I think will happen hand on heart which I say if you've only played that many games it makes sense because you're not going to have anyone who's sort of like cut adrift at the bottom or run away leaders by then are you so also it's just just the the uh, season last season was null and voided after 33 games so can't see them carrying on a seven, no, seven or nine, <laughs> seven or nine league uh, season, which again, is, which again is a crying shame for the teams that have been at the top this season, been at the top last season. But there's not much you can really. I was going to say that that sort of things, it, it's out of our hands, isn't it? Really. So, so we've covered, you know, the the, the cup side of things. Um, moving on to what uh, the feature I called four for you. Um, so, what I've asked you to do uh, previous to this is pick five games um, that you would have liked to have played in, um, however recent or going back, you know, to the start of football, you know, whatever period in time, um, and put yourself in the position of someone who played in that match. Um, so, if we can start off with your first one, if that's all right. Yeah, so um, all of these are pretty similar in terms of they're all, they've all been matches I've seen or they've all been it in my lifetime. Yeah. Um, first one is it's Istanbul 2005 and it's Jamie Carragher. Yeah. Um, probably, again, this would probably be most Liverpool fans probably number well from my era probably the number one game um, uh, I think everyone I think everyone is fully uh, aware of everything what happened from start to finish Oh said by Dina Chabby Lonzo and Mission Impossible is accomplished Liverpool were 3-0 down five minutes ago 
and the way I think it was an extra time that he was he was struggling um, he was struggling with cramping oh, and, so and cramped in there yeah. um, but then he made a couple of big big clearances but here's Maldini with a header turned away by Carragher hit by Seydorf from Herpia, Andrei Shevchenko in towards there, and Crespo has got two in support, he's pulled it back and Kaka is there, but so is Jamie Carragher, what a tackle Brilliant. what a tackle um, just goes to show that it's obviously how big it was for him um, on the night and then obviously to finally to win it on pens um, so, so that's why I've picked that as I was going to imagine going, you know, watching the penalty shootout, and you know, to be fair, the, the way the game started, I bet you didn't expect it to go that far, did you? No, no. So um, uh, again, I've heard, uh, I've heard interviews with Callagher and Gerard that um, all they was thinking at half time, please, just, just don't let it end up being being five or six yeah. or seven. Um, so no, to get back and the game um, scored them three goals in the second half and then the save off Duzek um, on Shevchenko uh, to tip it over the bar um, I think that's when people said that it was nice um, and luckily enough it, it was there will be no second chances if Shevchenko misses he saved it the European Cup is returning Say it's, uh, it, I can imagine it, it, it's quite an emotional occasion watching that. So I mean, that's what sixteen years ago now. That is, it don't seem like five minutes. No, no. So I was, I was only about what was I, twelve, twelve, thirteen, something like that. And so when I when I was that age, I would, you know, I would say we'd have talked in the mid nineties. Um, I think that the big moment for me at that age would probably be Euro ninety six. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so that's your first choice. Um, what's your second one? Um, second one, it's West Ham in the FA Cup final in 2006, and Steven Gerrard. Um, this day, he was unbelievable um, from start to finish. Um, probably, well, it is called the Steven Gerrard final. Anyways. Um, it's obviously famous the goal he scored yeah um, uh, the volley however he sc- I think he scored the first to get us back in it um, and he set the second up uh, and then obviously scored the scored the third or the first uh, and second is in the other way around um, but yeah he was he, he was unplayable Block for a moment, anyway. Goes Crouch. In comes Gerard. It certainly wasn't blocked the second time, and they are back on level terms in this thrilling cup final. Two-two. Um, uh, and that goal is probably probably one of the best goals, if not the best goal I've seen a Liverpool player score um, for the 
the goals and what the goals have actually led to or what they 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 games led to. Towards Morientes and then Gerard! Oh! Oh goodness me! What a strike from Steven Gerard! I told you, I told you, don't write them off. Yeah. Looks like that, that's another one that went to penalties, isn't it, as well? Yeah, that was uh, another one that went to penalties. I think Pepe Dana saved Anton Ferdinand. I've just got the the score up from there. You won 3 1 on penalties. I mean, looking at the West Ham lineup, they've gone with four Englishmen. You know, in- English and penalty shootouts don't go together, they should know that. Exactly, mate. No, no, it definitely doesn't. It's Ferdinand, saved again by Rayner, and Liverpool have won the FA Cup. I mean, yours was uh, Didier Mann, so you start off with a German, can't go wrong there. Um, Sammy Huppier missed, Uh, then Gerard was third, and then Risa, who, he's got an absolute rocket of a left foot, he probably still has now, to be fair. Yeah, so, he actually... He actually missed his spot kick in the Champions League final the previous, the previous year. Oh yeah, he definitely made up for it in uh, in, mm. in Cardiff. So I remember um, when I think we played Liverpool at home. It was the 0405 season, the same season you won the Champions League. Yeah. And I think you beat us. It was either five or six. You, you battered us, for want of a better word, and. You brought Gerard off, and the whole stadium was just up on their feet. It's like he literally just run the show, which it, yeah. it's not the first time he's done that for Liverpool. And uh, no, no, it definitely me. No, uh, he was unbelievable. Okay, so we've got Istanbul in the FA Cup final the following season. Uh, what's your pick number three? So this is me third, but my last pick for Liverpool. Okay. No, me- um, it was it was the Champions League semi final home to Barcelona. Yes. Uh, Two thousand nineteen. Um, probably could have picked any player on the pitch early. Um, probably we were three 0 down from the first leg. Um, and I don't think anyone I gave us a chance. Probably, probably. Myself thought it was a bridge too far. Uh, I think we had quite a few injuries. I think, I think a couple of the forwards weren't were playing. Um, so, Origi started and Shakiri started, who hadn't started all season. That'll be definitely start together. So, so I think everyone um, stacked. Against Liverpool, um, who we were playing, the scoreline, what it needed to be, um, players we had out, and then obviously to beat them 4 0. Um, knowing if they scored, we would have had to win 6 1. Yeah. It was a bit of a, was, uh, was a b- bit of a big task, um, and I didn't think we could do it. Um, I fancied them to score. Um, on Anfield if they score it will be pretty much game over but I think I think you can really save me like we were quite comfortable in terms of uh, I can only I can only 
think of a couple of chances they had half chances and then um, to beat them 4-0 um, I think that was that was a big moment and again we went on to win the we went on to to the final Tottenham in the final was it? Yeah, Tottenham in the final two nil. Um, so again, that that is why I've picked these. Um, that's why I've picked the games that uh, I've picked is because what it's actually what it's actually uh, um, it's led to. Um, clubs I've won or teams I've won so yeah so that was me paired and last pick Philippe OK so you three Liverpool that's them done and dusted so we've got two more left what's uh, what's number four so my fourth one is QPR at home Sergio Aguero just uh, okay. I don't think that I'll ever be beaten well I've you know that wouldn't be the context of the game, um, the how close it, it was between the, the two Manchester clubs um, to almost before kickoff, yeah. they were they were favourites. Um, after eighty eight minutes or eighty nine minutes, they had thrown it away. Um, only for Jacko to score, I think it was. I think it was, um, yeah. Thought to all, um, and then for the Aguero moment, I just don't think that I'll ever be beaten in terms of Premier League football. Um, that was that was unbelievable. I, I can it's one of those as well. It's got that iconic bit of uh, Martin Tyler commentary as well, isn't it? Balotelli. Exactly. So the whole, the whole, like moment and the whole, um, the whole importance of, of that goal. Um, not that I'm happy for Man City, but just that whole, the whole, like football um, moment. Yeah. I don't ever be beaten. I, I don't think. Well, it definitely won't be in my lifetime I don't think anyway and as well I think I read somewhere I mean I'd probably have to watch the game back to see if this was right or not but um, Balotelli when he came on his first touch was to assist the goal for Aguero yeah yeah so he definitely did assist it because it was him who poked it through Um, whether it was his first touch or not I don't know but it was just that was that was crazy. Yeah, I mean, if, if that's the first thing you do is set up a, a championship winning goal, then that's not a bad way to do it, is it? <laughs> exactly. No. And uh, I, I suppose as a, as a Liverpool fan as well, you sort of rubbed your hands a bit when it meant Man United not winning the title. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 100%. Definitely. So, all right, that, that's four out of five done. Um, 
fifth and final choice? Um, fifth and final choice, Real Madrid away, Champions League semi-final 2011. Um, Lionel Messi. Um, again, for me, why I've picked this is probably, in my opinion, the best player on the planet. Um, best player I've seen play. Um, and this was the first, like, the semi-final away to the biggest rivals. Um, away to the biggest rivals. And he went 2 up. He, he scores two. By Mourinho. And this time, Pep is the boss. But here's Messi. Away from two, three, four. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. How good is he? A near supernatural goal from Lionel Messi. Um, again, they went on to win the Champions League that year. So, again, the importance of it. Um, and I have to pick game which involved him because for me he's the best player I've seen play because oh, that would have been another one where it was sort of billed as Messi versus Ronaldo well as with any classico isn't it yeah yeah, uh, yeah so I think that was I think that was the first leg beaten 3-1 I think he beat and then I think he went and, and that was that was away at the Bernabeu so um, I think he scored two quite late on I think that pretty much that probably set them on the way for the second leg. Um, but no, I could have picked. I could have picked a number of games. Uh, Messi could have picked the Champions League final. But he scored against United. Um, could have picked. That was the one at Wembley, wasn't it? Yeah, his header to make it two one two nil. Um, so yeah, there was quite a few I could have picked with Messi but I went for that one um, just for the importance of it where it was uh, and what they went on to win uh, that, that's fair enough so um, I think that's pretty much drawn this to a close now so all I can say is really you know, thank you very much for uh, being the first guest on this hopefully first of many um, fingers and, crossed yeah, well, let's hope so yeah depends uh if anyone listens to this and thinks, well, I don't fancy that. <laughs> um, but no, I'd appreciate you taking the time out to, to come on. Um, I would say all the best for the rest of the season, but we don't know what's happening with that. So when it does eventually restart, whether it's the rest of this season or you know the start of next, you know, best of luck for the future. And uh, hopefully you, you get another cup run as well. Thank you very much. Uh, hopefully, hopefully... We do something something similar um, next season, um, but time time. I certainly say it's uh, it's out of our hands, but like I say as long as we can all pull together on it, then uh, we'll be there sooner rather than later. Exactly. So uh, yeah, right. Um, again, thank you very much, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up soon, hopefully. Perfect, Bob. Alright, Sam. Right, right. Thank you. Cheers, Anthony. Take care, mate. Okay, so as I mentioned at the top of the episode, um, there's a little offering from uh, footballpost.org, and here it is. This one is called FA Cup Third Round Haiku by Kevin Halls, uh, and it goes like this 
FA Cup third round, all the balls are in the bag. Give them a good shake. Excitement building, your team's number on the screen. So who do you want? Premier League club or a non-league side away? A local rival? Would you believe it? you got Manchester City, rich club from up north. Beauty of the cup, when minnows can meet big fish, giant killing acts. Just to say uh, thank you a lot for anyone uh, listening to this. Uh, it's really appreciated. Um, and a, a huge thank you as well to Anthony for taking the time uh, to come on here and, and have a chat. Um, I wish them all the best to Marine, uh, to him and, and the club. Um, for as soon as non-league football gets the green light to go ahead. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us, um, the email is projfoot at gmail.com. That's P-R-O-J-F-O-O-T. Uh, on Twitter at proj underscore foot, uh, Facebook uh, facebook.com slash project football. Uh, and if you want to get in touch with the guys, uh, football poets, or even submit something to them, uh, they're on footballpoets.org and also on Twitter at football poets. Again, thank you for listening. And hopefully, I'll have another episode for you in the not too distant future. Uh, take care, stay safe, everyone. <laughs>